Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Coolers, WP Blab. It's Thursday, it's 7.30ish, and it's time to start the show. Today's topic, we're going to be discussing building WordPress plugins as a hobby. We're, we're going to be talking about a little bit about that, trying to, trying to figure out how it is that people are building these plugins as a hobby, not making money off of it, but just having a lot of fun doing it. And before we get started, I want to let you know that this particular show is now a podcast. So if you hate looking at our faces and you just want to listen to our voices, that's fine. <laughs> we will not be offended. Feel free to do that. No problem. You can find us on all sorts of stuff. You can find us on tunein.fm. You can find us on any of the podcast type things. You, it, we're all over the place. So feel free to look for that. That is WP Blab. All right. So before we get started here and introduce... Andy, we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves. Bridget, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Bridget Willard. I'm the marketing manager for the most robust online donation plugin for WordPress. It's called Give, and Give 1.8 was released this week, so you should definitely check it out. GiveWP.com. Nice. Like on the blanket in the back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Product, product placement. Man, that means I'm going to have to hit that little button on YouTube saying that there's product placement. I know, right? <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. That's where I tweet. That's where I put all of the things in 140 characters or less over there. And I also write on my blog at jasontucker.blog. All right. Let's get started here. Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, Unlike most of the people in this community, um, I have a day job that has absolutely nothing to do with computers, WordPress. Well, not really computers, but computers, yes, but with WordPress. Um, I am a uh, general. You're okay. I think you. I think it just stuttered real quick, but you're you're still alive. You're good. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm hearing the feedback in my head. Uh, I'm a uh, general surgeon in uh, Palm Springs, California. Um, I formerly uh, was a trauma surgeon. I uh, thought better of that for various sundry reasons and stopped that almost a year ago. Um, so it was more interesting when I first started coming to work camps and meeting people. It was like the trauma surgeon. So now I have to correct them a little bit. Um, I've been hacking away at, at computers and programming and and WordPress, well, for longer than WordPress, longer than WordPress, but hacking away at WordPress since about 2007 or so. Wow. Um, before that, I was playing with a piece of software called Radio Userland or Frontier. Oh yeah. And uh, a couple other things in and about. It was fun. I like just kind of playing around and, and hacking on other people's code and making modifications and. That's cool. So, what what got you what got you started in WordPress? Like, what was the thing that that led you to? You know, this is the this is the this is the pickup line that we do here on on. Uh, day too much WordPress. So, coincidentally enough, it's because <laughs> I really wanted to stop playing in the back. I, I wanted to stop like writing the back end. Yep. Yep. And, I and, hear you. And doing things, and so I got all my stuff. I got all my stuff out of. Um, uh, it was originally radio, and then another guy had written a project uh, with, on Ruby and Rails that we were hacking at. And uh, I we got it converted out. I put it in WordPress, and I thought, great, now all i got to do is write stuff, and I don't have to worry about building on anything and changing things around and doing that. And 
and that's where it started. And um, you know, Kubrick was just a little bit plain. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. But so, so we all start somewhere, and gradually I started uh, changing it. I knew not a lick of PHP before I started WordPress. Learned wow. it all, you know. Google is your friend. Definitely, definitely. Um, is this a, is is WordPress your first CMS, or did you use something before that? Uh, technically, Radio Userland was a CMS. It was an object-oriented database um, that was written in UserTalk that spit out static HTML. Yeah, um, but kind of like Google type or any of those. Yeah, this is the first. No, I didn't use any of those. This is the first dynamic one that I used. Um, the, the the others were all just generated static files. Oh, okay. Cool. So you didn't know a lick of PHP, but you actually got started doing PHP. What 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 made you think like, okay, now I need to write this code that this thing's written in, or did you just use WordPress just as a as a normal user for a while? I was just using it as a user for a while. Uh, and then I wanted to change things, and I saw some things of whether, you know, it's like everybody does. You start changing things around a little bit or making little modifications. Um, what did they hit? Some file that you could put all your modifications in before. I can't remember the name of it. Sunrise. No, it wasn't Sunrise. It was, uh, oh, I think it was my hack. Um, yep, yep. At the time. And, you know, I... I I got into looking at the CSS and stuff. I mean, I remember when the CSS Zen Garden was uh, was really was at the time, and thinking, "Wow, this is really cool!" With the same page, you can just change the the one file, and and it looks totally different. Uh, now, <laughs> I, I can't design at all, which is really kind of funny considering like the first plugin I put up on the on, in the repo spits out CSS. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and Garden was my first too because I was like, I can't uh, write anything from scratch because I can't visualize where things are based upon the words. But I found Zen Garden. <laughs> that's, that's when I knew, oh, I should never be doing this. I just copied something and hacked it at work. I'm like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> and then you're wondering, which file do I am I supposed to put this this information into? It's just no, I knew that part. all these blocks of like, stuff. Like the the like this part is in this part and this part's in this part. This like it's too like I mean, I have a hard time making it to the shopping mall in one piece. So really like that's not my mind is not made for directions and visual. But is that's everybody else doing the feedback? No, uh -uh. no. If you want just turn turn your volume down just a little bit and you sh it should kind of clear it up a little bit. Usually happens with Bluetooth headphones. The chat people are like Zen Garden. They love Zen Garden. <laughs> Just, you really riled them up. Uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, memories. So Zen Garden, huh? Um, what 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 other what other things kind of led you down to to where you ended up starting to write a a plugin? What what I'm, was the other? Kind I'm of hearing things? myself being repeated. And you, and it's really hard to try and figure out what you're saying. Do you have the thing, the website open where it's playing? Um, that, that might be happening. I maybe that's it. Let me, let me turn that one off. Yep. Perfect. That might Ooh, do it for you. That's much better. <laughs> Yay! Hey, that's the beginning and the end of my tech support. Thank God. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank God. Yes, this is true. <laughs> hey, anytime you can fix something in about ten seconds, 
Perfect. I can upload <laughs> Twitter and that's it. So you started out doing Zen Garden type stuff. What was it? What was your next step here in, in your WordPress evolution? Uh, I don't remember actually. I, I started. I just started thinking. Okay, I can. You know, there's there's uh, there's more stuff to do. Uh, I had, you know I'd taken some programming classes in college, so I knew how to, I knew the basics and the fundamentals of stuff. Um, I was uh, working with a um, uh, the events calendar plugin, and I saw this tutorial uh, that I can't remember who wrote. I think Jonah Coyote wrote. Uh, Jonah West, Jonah Coyote's Twitter handle, uh, wrote about coloring the, the background of the uh, calendar events. Uh, and I looked at that and I said, wow, that really looks like a loop. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just started uh, coding up a plugin for it. And, you know, the, then you do, at that time, you could figure out they, they did have, you know, plugins and themes and stuff like that to, to be able to add in. And it was just... Uh, Figuring out how to do this, that, or the other, and doing a lot of Google searches and, and just learning. That's cool. So by just looking at that, you're thinking, okay, I can definitely make a plugin that can, you know, go through these, figure out what all of the different classes are, and then I can do some CSS and change some colors. Well, yeah, it was doing just adding the colors to the, and adding the, the, the categories, the classes and the colors was the easy part. It was figuring out all the, all the CSS identifiers that needed to go there to actually make it work. That was the harder part. Oh man. And so then that's when, that's when the uh, events calendar uh, category colors plugin was born, right? Uh, yes. Just I, by, I was, I first, I, I was finishing writing that when I was on uh, in the summer. And I was um, in my in-laws' house on a really bad DSL connection on an iPad. Doing on an iPad? Cowboy, doing, doing some cowboy, cowboy coding on my own server. Wow. Nice. Wow. Well, I was just going to ask. That's, what that's when I released that for the first time. I, mean? just, I was just going to ask what your favorite sandbox is, but you just well, said right now, it's, right now, it's, Right now, it's local. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been using Pressmatic since it, since it first came out. I'm really liking it. Nice. So I I you know I'm kind of looking through the list of plugins and I'll I'll share this list so uh, folks folks that are in the chat room can kind of take a look at it and see all the different things that you've built um, uh, through here. So what are you using your own plugins for? Like what's the itch that you're scratching? Uh, it's primarily, the one I use the most is. The one I spend most, the one I end up spending most time on, is the GitHub Updater plugin. Okay. Um, and and that was, you know, the classic scratch your own itch type of thing. Um, I had a couple of I was do I created the website for our medical staff. I created the website for uh, my son's uh, Boy Scout troop. He'll be 22 next month, <laughs> so he's kind of out of Boy Scouts now. Um, but the plugin still lives uh, on. And, you know, I had, yeah. <laughs> And, and I had my own site, and there was um, there's a couple little one-off plugins that I I had built, or little child themes that I had had kind of created. I mean, really, really little, um, like changing one or two things that I'd done, and, and that I wanted to put on each one of the sites. And I got tired of FTPing them up uh, to each site every time I made a change. And so I, I kept looking around, and I found uh, a class. Uh, 
that uh, Joey Kudish had originally done uh, called, uh, I think it's w, uh, WordPress plugin updater something, something. But it was a, it, it was a, a library that you put into your, um, put in your plugin. It only worked on plugins. It didn't work on themes. Um, you dropped it in, you created some uh, config in your plugin and you loaded it. And I kept thinking, if we ever get to the point where we, you know, if we ever get to the point where we're not, um, you know, how do we update the plugin code? And I, the first thing I asked him is, is, hey, why don't we just make this a plugin? And he's like, well, that's not what it's for. I'm like, okay, that's what I did with it. Um, I found another class, another um, plugin later that uh, did something similar um, that uh, I kind of modeled the, the plugin part on uh, of the updater off of. It's it's changed so much in the last know, um, almost four years now, I think, uh, that it doesn't really look like it used to look. Are you the uh, only contributor does, on that, or do you have others no, we helping have, out? There, over the time, I've had several contributors. I'm the primary one. Um, you know, you get you get PRs, and it's wonderful. Uh, I have since uh, I've since tried to make it a lot easier. Uh, by building in um, uh, decoupling the language updater, a language updater uh, to your plugin, so you don't have to keep your language files in your plugin. You can keep them in a separate repository and just update that. So, because nice. what always happened is, is I'd have some new strings and whatnot, and I'd update the plugin in the next five or six point releases. I'd have a couple people who finished and fixed up some language files. Don't have to do that anymore. Anytime language files will show an update, it just pulls and checks and does it automatically. That's cool. I, I love I love stuff like this because it seems like it seems like you're scratching your own itch to start, and then you start realizing, oh my gosh, everyone else has this exact same problem. I, I I'm so glad that I I found this one thing that everyone else needed as well, and so it it must be it must feel cool to have that sort of thing happening. It, it, it kind of is, and the language pack uh, updating part is pretty is pretty interesting. Um, I've been, uh, you know, kind of ha Pippin's working on it with his uh, with his software license uh, updater or going to. Um, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to figure it out how to incorporate it in there. I just I kind of looked at I, I kind of look at his code and, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't know where you want to where you want to put it, how you want to incorporate it, and what do you can get started with it. But you know, once they make some decisions um, that they want to get started, it should be easy. it should be fairly straightforward to do. Nice. Uh, it it didn't once once I figured out some things, it wasn't that hard to add. Uh, there's a there's a couple other I, you know if you do if you do a Google search or a GitHub search, there's a, a couple other plugins around that that will update plugins and will update themes and, and um, some of them, you know, most of them, you know, kind of fail when they want to, when you start talking about private themes and, and uh, private repositories. Um, they fail even mightier when you talk about self-hosted installations, like if you do a self-hosted GitHub install or a self-hosted GitLab install. Uh, I kind of mostly got that figured out, fortunately. I'm still working on, the, on, a, on a Bitbucket server installation. I'm but I don't have one, and I don't have access to one, and so it's stuck in a feature branch right now until I can until I get help. So if anybody's listening and has a 
private Bitbucket server installation and want to make me an account, <laughs> let me know. I know a few people that do. Get uh, going. I know a few people that do, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask them and see if they can hook you up, because I'd imagine they probably would um, benefit uh, greatly from having something like that for, for the type of work that they're doing. That's cool. So I... I I, I love the I, I love just the kind of the the passion behind these projects that you're working on and stuff. How how do you you know to go back to the this this topic of doing this as a hobby? Um, I, I'd imagine your job is both uh, stressful as well as uh, it takes a ton of energy exhausting. and exhausting uh, long oh, hours, hours, weird crazy <laughs> phone calls. It hopefully not in the middle of a podcast. But you have all those sorts of things. So I know some people go go home and they they boot up the Xbox and then they kill eight year olds on uh, on you know on Halo or on you know whatever it is. And then you have people that that they go home and they work on puzzles. And you have people that you know they go out and do nature hikes and they 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 uh, they go ride bikes. They do all this stuff. You know what what makes this a hobby for you like what what is it that's going like okay i need to i need to walk away from this and i need to now sit here and focus on you know so you, this you code. Hit it, Chase, and this is this is a puzzle i mean you know coding is a puzzle and program and, and figuring out how to do something is is a it's just how to piece together a different kind of puzzle and surgery and, i'd imagine so is also a puzzle so right my normal well <laughs> The difference is all the king horses go for a walk. <laughs> if I'm having a problem. <laughs> get this guy alive. I got I just need five minutes to myself. I don't, I don't, I don't smoke, but I'm gonna go to have that break real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I'm never get to do that. <laughs> yeah. So so and, when you and, and I don't get and, and I go, don't get to fire up Google either. And, and you know, I don't get to fire up uh, Stack Exchange and say, Oh, what the hell do I do now? Oh man! Stack exchange for surgeons. Can you imagine, like how how people how much like uppercase letter yelling there would be on there? Like, I need the answer right now. Alexa, <laughs> how do you perform a colonoscopy? <laughs> the problem is, 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 is the guy who's who's got his gloves on who's doing typing. Right. <laughs> you can do Google Voice. I, having spent many many years in operating rooms. Oh, man. It's not likely to happen. There is such a difficult time just trying to figure out just trying to figure out how pagers work. Yeah, yeah. When they went off. Yeah. No, so it is. We're, just, yeah, we're just having a laugh with you. We're not trying to degrade <laughs> the fact that you're. I understand. Yeah, word, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I, so it's, that would be so, funny though. <laughs> So this being a hobby is definitely gives you that release of being able to just walk away from that environment for a bit, um, work on something that you can destroy, you can fix, you can make changes to, you can revert back, you can accept pull requests, you can do all this stuff that you just can't do. Sitting there. I can now. I couldn't when I first started because I wasn't using Kit. <laughs> so nice. So what, what made you do that? Don't do, is don't do a lot of changes to your plugin and don't test it on your plugin. Because when you're running an update your plugin, what's going to happen is you update against old code. Right. <laughs> and Bridget, you, you had a question? Your, and, you, and you haven't committed your changes yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just wondering, like, well, how, why did you start using GitHub or Git or whatever? 
Like, what was that? Like, okay, I'm not going to do this by myself. I want people version, to uh, contribute. Mostly, initially, this is version control. For yourself? It was, you just it, used it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, it, it was just version control for myself. Oh, um, not for collaboration. You know, not, not necessarily. I mean, I, you know, I've never, I've never really created any any of these projects with the in, intent of, I'm if, if I don't get help, I'm not going to be able to accomplish this. Uh, I'll do my best to figure it out, and it'll either work or it'll languish, depending on how it is. Uh, but no, I, it, it was never that intent. I mean, every once in a while, I would, uh, you know, I, I got the first pull request from, I think, it was Gary Jones on uh on uh, the github player plugin and it was really because i was answering a um i had already gotten most of the function working for plugins and themes at that time and you know people were still putting in issues for that for the, the old joey kudish framework and you know when i started going it was like two years before it had an update so there right. was, there were it was it was going nowhere and so i i kind of said hey you might want to take a look at this one I didn't know who I didn't know who Gary was now before, <laughs> but it literally he, he, you know, he rewrote half the plugin and put it in, dumped it in classes and this and that before I think I had one big solid file and didn't know anything about object oriented programming and uh, and I, I, I he put this big PR together and I'm like I'm gonna have to take a week or so to look at this and just see if I can understand it first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. You literally so, rewrote the whole um, thing. The, some of the some of the more fun some of the more fun um, uh, issues. If you look back, to some of the early ones are uh, Gary Jones and, and Paul Clark debating on singletons and this and that and who knows what and not Paul Clark. And I'm like, I just have to figure out uh, understand what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Rochelle in our chat is saying, I've written a bunch of plugins but they've been mostly specific to client sites. She hasn't submitted anything yet, but she's thinking about it. Do you have any tips for submitting it to the WordPress directory? Yeah. Use some bash script that's written out there that will help you go from GitHub to SVN and you put your, you put your stuff in it. You make sure that you have, uh, you have your SSH key for, for the SVN repo. And it just does it. I could. I don't, don't think do I could have ever figured out. I don't think I could ever figured out how to how to upload the plugin to SVN and make the tags and make the this if if I didn't have one of those. I couldn't figure out get, how to get the media in there correctly to get a dumb screenshot to work right. It's like you know because there's like this like level of abstraction between the plugin itself and then all the crap that sits outside of that plugin's folder for. The thing it's like great you know you're making like sim links in, between folders in, in the, and in the assets directory yeah but those well, well those sim links might work really where well, those links might work really well on github they they just epically fail on uh, on the svn re on the work uh you know on wordpress.org yeah, yeah. Uh, do it you know honestly uh, it, it, as long as it's not specific to a client um put it up there what's the worst that happens is somebody uses it Honestly, the worst that happens is you end up having to support it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so, true. Is there, um, is there any way you would recommend um, coding is or a WordPress way of using PHP that normal PHP people don't know? Is there any kind of insider tips and tricks like that? 
it, it depends, you know, it depends how big it is. I mean, I, you know, the, I think the smallest plugin I have on, on the repo is about 12 lines, give or take. And all it does is kind of rewrite a file and spit it back out. The, you know, there's, there's famous plugins for just changing a setting, you know, change, changing, a, uh, putting a filter setting in and, and, and letting it run. Uh, they don't, you know, you know, those are the ones that haven't been updated in like, you know, four or five years because they don't have to be. Yeah. Except they end up getting a, a readme update just to make sure it's, it's okay. The, you know, the thing is, is use your hooks, use your filters. I mean, use the plugin API because uh, that's what it's there for. You know, I've tried to do that with all, all of mine. And I've never had a plugin mm, so far that has broken with a, a, an update. Wow. That's I'm impressive. Not, well, hasn't broken with the WordPress update. Well, right. That's right. Context. I've, I've broken, I've broken my own before. <laughs> but 4.7.2 didn't expose the vulnerability and GitHub updater. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I've broken my own from one update of mine to the next update of mine. <laughs> and I'd imagine when you're coding, you're also doing this both in the current as well as in trunk, right? I will. You mean in, in, well, let's not talk about SVN for a second. I, I mean, I yeah. usually write in a, a, in a develop branch and master is what is released and what's tagged. So okay. if you're, if you're looking at any of my repos, what's in master is, is what's in the, in the most current tag release. Gotcha. So we, we know it's only a, yeah, sorry. We know it's only a hobby, but do you test your plugins against beta? Candidates of WordPress of release. I run trunk. I run. I run trunk on on my uh, on my local dev, in in both single site and multi site. Oh boy, yeah, you have to do the single site, and <laughs> and if you don't, and you get up on stage, and and you're you're showing your plugin over a plugin palooza that happens right <laughs> here at this place, right here. You or don't have multi site working. Hey, I personally think I can run <laughs> No, that PDF embedded thing. Do you know how many times I wanted that for my own life? Like that's when it became real. Seven hundred plus active installs. That's all I'm saying. I gotta like figure out how to incorporate that because I would have used that so many times in my last job. It's not even funny. Yeah. I've, I've updated it a little since then. The uh, it it because it, it, it wasn't doing. So you know now it'll uh, it'll embed uh, using an object tag, not an iframe. If it if it has a choice and it works, nice. uh, if it doesn't, it'll default back to an iframe. So if if you notice you, you for for some reason it doesn't it does not scroll on your phone. Yeah. The object tag. Mm. So it it will put into an iframe on your phone if you're on your phone on your device on your phone and. It'll be an object tag on your browser. That's cool. I really like that plugin. I, I I liked how I liked how it worked. I thought that was just the coolest thing. It it was one of those Third it was place. one of those plugins. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was one of those we, we plugins really where it's like, why doesn't this really exist already? Like really, now. this doesn't exist already. This is really weird. Because it's like you. Use My problem was I'd already I had already released the, the the plugin that basically did the same thing as the first place plugin. Yeah. Oh. 
but it's like you invented the blink tag or something and and i'm just like why doesn't this already exist really like this already exists it's so weird it's like marquee or something you know it's just like really no, well that's that's not quite fair i mean there are there are a number of pdf embedding plugins uh in fact if you look at the readme online i i basically said i took it i took what i thought were the, the best of two other little ones that didn't work or did work and um and made them work and and used it in mine you know there were there were a bunch of them that were using the uh the pdfjs library and 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 reformatting and rewriting and i'm thinking oh man i do not want to do that uh and, and i just you know i found this way if you look at the code it's pretty straightforward that's cool. That's cool. Now, I, I mean, just looking through the list of plugins that you've been you've been working on and playing around with and, and doing stuff with, yeah, it's awesome. I was like, was wow, I didn't know you did more than that. I thought it was just GitHub update. Or... <laughs> now, what's impressive to me is, is that uh, the Category Colors plugin has uh, about 92 or 93,000 downloads. Get out of town. That's crazy. That's cool. I mean, I've never had a plugin that had that many people follow, you know, using it, following it, doing anything with it, and so I would be, I would be deathly afraid of doing that next <laughs> commit and <laughs> push it out to production. I, I, you know, for some reason, I have no problem pushing code out to my develop branch. I use that's, it. That sounds it like a surgeon me. talking. And, and, <laughs> and I'm sure there's probably other people that are are probably on the branch. For uh, for GitHub Updater, but it just every time I put put it out to uh, you know push a, a a release and a tag, I'm like, oh my god. Which is no. why when I released six six two zero within a couple hours, there was a six two one, and then I think the next day there was a, a couple of days later there was a six two two, and there's probably going to be a six two three by the end of the week or next week. <laughs> so you did caution our audience about um, when you release a plugin to the wild in the repo and it's approved, you may have to do support. Do you have any <laughs> advice about that? When it's just a hobby, you're not trying to hire three support people, you know. It, you know, because it, it, it's interesting. I, You know, I've, I've had with the uh with the category colors counter uh plugin i've had people email me and say hey can you help this out can i hire you i'm like just tell me what your problem is i said you can't afford my hourly rate just tell me what your problem <laughs> do you have insurance I had, I had do you have insurance i actually had this email conversation with with someone once who, who Oh, I thought I said, you know, my day job is my avatar because at that time I think the avatar was was me as a surgeon, and they were. Oh, I thought it was just a like a you joke. Operate on plugin type of thing. I'm like, yeah. nope, and I never heard back from them. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you got intimidated. This I'm guy like, has life. I'm, I'm not thinking, thinking anymore. Here I am offering to help you for free, and you just climb up. Okay, I'm just get off my nose. <laughs> I guess that would be good. Yes, Rachel. Breaking hundreds, hundreds or thousands of sites is not fun. Yeah, I could, I could never be Yoast. Like, there's no way I would ever be Yoast. Like, oh my gosh, he nope. gets roasted too, and he's so okay, nice so and humble you wanna, about it. You want to be Yoast, but I, I helped. Uh, oh, I said I don't want to be Yoast, and I could not I, I be Yoast. You don't, you don't want to be Yoast, but I helped um, make uh, Piet Boss's um, 
SEO high, you know, all, all, all the stuff that people dislike about Yoast, uh, plugged yeah. into you know, all the pop-ups and everything, his, uh, his hiding plugin, I made multi-site uh, function, functionable. Wow. Huh. Although the latest, the latest one I made work with multi-site was the uh, WordPress beta tester. Ooh. Wow. Where's that WordPress beta tester? Oh, WordPress beta tester, really? Yeah, WordPress beta tester. Kind of thing for a second. That, you you could not if you were running multi-site, you had to you had to go to your main site and turn it on. Right. And it right. Work. Wouldn't work from the network admin. Oh, that's cool. It works from the network admin now. Check you out, and you're an author. Yep, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> So slowly but surely, your number of plugins that you have either built or touched or did something to, um, you know, starts growing. And how, how do you, I don't know, I would feel like because you've done WordPress beta tester or you've done some of these other ones, I'm just looking here on my list. But I don't have to support those. <laughs> right. I mean, like WordPress zero spam. That one has 20,000 plus installs. And 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 I I started out doing a lot of the, the same sort of thing, you know, making it multi-site uh, functional way back when when it was first came out, and I, you know the it's like I felt bad when I when when it uh, I don't I mean I don't have commit access and I don't uh, say anything like that, but when it you know when it went through that period of time where it was taken out of the repo um, because of a security issue, I. Looked at it, and I think I think I thought I saw where the where the problem was, and I still think it was uh, they didn't do a use a uh, a, a prepare statement in, in one of the uh, SQL calls mm -hmm. uh, to, to the database. But I don't know because I'm not privy to what they were sent right by the 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 plugin review team to do it. So I couldn't fix it. I didn't I, I didn't know if that was the case or not. I think that was judging from what the the changes were. I think that's what it was. There's a lot of people that you know that were like, "Oh, can you make it work with?" Uh, God, how many contact forms are there? Oh my God, nine thousand. Um, and that was, and none of that code was mine. I mean, none of that code was my contribution to it. So I was like, "Nope, I can't." Sorry. So, how did you start going from just doing something in isolation for yourself, and then working with other? Like anything else, you start working with the uh, plugins that you want to use, uh, and and make them better and make them work. Um, you know, it's 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 been kind of fun. I mean, there's a couple of there there's at least there's at least one plugin that is yet to be released. <coughs> Tom McFarlane, um, <laughs> that uh, apparently broke with uh, WordPress 4.4's update. Um, that I just kind of sat on for a while because I wasn't. I wasn't writing uh, much, and then I got to the point of, oh, let me see if I can fix this, and I fixed it in some PRs, and it actually works now. Not he's, but it, Tom's waiting to release. Uh, <laughs> that's I'm cool. not going to bother him. Anybody else can bother him. I'm not going to bother him. I gave him grief yesterday for it. That's funny. So what's a what's a plugin that you would love to to do something with, add something to, make some changes to that's not in the repo, that's just like a commercial plugin that's out there that you you wish you could uh, do a pull request on? 
Oh, actually, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm waiting for, um, you know, Pippin's uh, uh, software licensing uh, plugin to, uh, to, to figure out the, uh, the language pack stuff. I, I just need a little, you know, and, you know, they've already, they've already kind of asked and, and I've already said, sure, happy to help. And it's really about, and, and, and in that case, it's just really about getting to a point where they know how they want to do it or they're, when they start, when they start discussing it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was, it was, it was initially, it, it initially got pulled up on the radar um, uh, by Chris Kristoff. Uh, and he said, Hey, look what Andy's able to do over at GitHub Updater. We should do that too. And I caught it and said, let me know when you're, when you start working on it and I'm happy to help. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. Hmm. I know. I'm just looking at the different, you know, your favorite plugins. I'm just looking at kind of getting an idea. I mean, you you love events. <laughs> you absolutely love events. I love tying those tying those events together and I, doing I some use, fun I stuff using, with it. I was using it a lot, um, and, and the guys in Modern Tribe are great. Um, actually, a couple weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, um, I drove into L.A. Uh, they were having a little retreat, and uh, you know, hung out with them for a couple hours, had dinner, and drove back. Cool. Uh, the first time I'd actually met any of them because wow. they hadn't been out to any of the Southern California word camps <laughs> uh, where I where I would where I would run into them. Uh, and uh, my standard line has been, "My wife will let me go to any any of the word camps that I can drive to." Right. Yeah, oh, I, speaking I'm of word camps, that's a good um, segue because, like, I'm a community person. Didn't figure that out. Um, so you went from I gave a talk on that. and all this stuff, and then you're scratching your itch, and you did your thing, and and then you're on GitHub, and you start contributing. What what was the process, and why did you start going to WordCamps? Uh, so how did you find out? Because I find that there's a lot of developers that don't know about WordCamps at all. So my first question is, how did you know about WordCamps? Did you go to a meetup first, and why did you decide to speak? Like, that's the three questions that we could fill up. Well, there's not a meetup within an hour of my house. Oh, man, what a bummer. There was, and I went to it just a couple of years ago. They've since never had a meetup since. I don't claim credit for it. Um, but it was it was mostly a, it was mostly people who were using WordPress for their business sites who wanted to figure out how to add this that or the other to their business site. Uh huh. They were straight up you know straight up user you know user I'm using WordPress for my business type of thing or how do I use WordPress for my business thing yeah. and it, it never there was never a meetup after that. The next closest one to, to me is probably in Riverside, which is probably at least an hour away. At least, uh, and they would be flying on the ten. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you know there there is a guy in the community that does hit the stream button and streams his local WordPress meetup a couple times a month. Some guy I know. Never watched this guy. guy. Anybody we know? Yeah, me. But he does Facebook. <laughs> that's the thing. Oh, that's true. Hmm. I'll have to come up with something for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, I we streamed. I, I signed up for Facebook years ago. 
Yeah, we stream we stream all of our all of our meetups um, on uh, on Facebook Live and just stream that straight out to there, so people in the group and the community and stuff can be able to watch it. So if somebody were to stream it to say YouTube, would that be something mm -hmm. that you'd be interested in watching? I could I could watch it as it is. I I, I as it is, I listen to yeah. all the water coolers, and fortunately I've either fortunately I've I've met almost every single person you had on the thing, so I can recognize their voice. So I don't have oh, to wow. actually see them. Um, because that's a, it's a nice trick. If you'd never, if you, if you just listen to it, oh my God, eight people talking over each other all the time. It's insane. Um, right. And, and to try and figure out who they are without having a, a visual reference is even more insane. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, I listen, I listen to that. I, I, listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff on the, on the drives up. Uh, I'm taking call at one of the um, uh, high desert hospital, uh, high desert medical center now. And it's about an hour drive. Whoa. It's yeah. a little bit of a commute. So the high desert like to have No, like uh, Joshua tree. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's still a trek. <laughs> I saw the eye roll. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, that's just long drive. I mean, it, it, it I, long drive. I drive to San Diego once a week, but like people always say, that's so far. I go, it's only 65 miles. It's like an hour and a half, an hour 15. But I used to drive to Santa Ana every day, and that was an hour no matter what. And oh, that was God. only 27 miles. Because it's worse going north than it's going south. It all depends the time of the day you're going, though. Oh, for sure, it's always yeah. just messed up, and I don't. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, since we're talking about podcasts, what other podcasts are there out there that you're listening to or interacting with? Um, I listen to uh, Accidental Tech podcast. Nice, love them. It's wonderful. ATP. ATP. Um, a couple other. Let's, I don't know. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones. Some non. Some uh, I started listening to Clockwise, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, I haven't haven't done much there. There's a couple. There's actually a couple of surgery podcasts. One called Behind the Knife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I listened to uh, the Five Thirty Eight Politics one. Yeah, kinda interesting. Uh, I listened to Office Hours uh, with uh, Carrie. Yep. The, uh, the the standby one I have that I, I don't listen to often, but I have it just in case I run out of everything else to listen to is the West Wing, uh, West Wing Weekly. Oh, okay. I, I love the West Wing. It was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. The, let's see. Uh, I've got the WP Crowds podcast, the Water Cooler, post Draft. Speaking of the um, WP Crowd. Yeah. You have a mastermind now. It's not recorded. That people can Sunday. sign up for Sunday nights at six o'clock PM Pacific. So That's it's cool. for it a was, high level dev like you. Well, you know, how many devs do you know that really like football? Let's be It was serious. a great game. Okay. So, <laughs> so one. I'm just saying <laughs> you're one of five. So, it was um, a really good game. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that is a good option for people that don't have a meetup because it's not recorded. You could talk your dev stuff. Those guys are awesome. I know for me, I've met a bunch of those WP crowd people in person. 
and they never talk down to me. Like I have no idea what they're saying. It doesn't matter. They just keep telling me object oriented, whatever. I just nod my head. We just, they ask me a Twitter question. I feel smart. It's good. It just works out. <laughs> if you ever, it's, it's like, <laughs> if you ever want to have one of those conversations where you just, I like looked at like thinking I can barely follow this chatting with Christoph. Oh my God, that kid is wicked smart. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I bet uh, Chris at uh, came down to work camp uh, LA last year or no, no, it was Orange County. It was last year, Orange County. And um, so, you know, I went out to dinner with he and my son and, and, and our took him out to dinner. And it was uh, literally, I'm like, he's talking about all the stuff he's doing. And that was when he was, uh, that's when um, Yost had just taken over, or um, Said uh, Balti just taken over. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Most uh, analytics. Yeah, yeah, analytics. yeah. And he, he kept talking about the monster hack. That's funny. <laughs> how, every, how everybody thought the little green monster in their menu bar was a hack. Right. <laughs> funny so that i i remember that i remember thinking oh great now what's this what did i do I wrong remember, what was I the didn't, update I didn't, I didn't have it installed but i remember reading about all this stuff and thinking really do they just not get it do they not read stuff i <laughs> nope. guess not obviously they just hit update you hit update and you're like i don't know what happened where'd my favorite you know, app go i don't know we trying to encourage that though i mean aren't we really trying to encourage people to stay updated we with are plugins and we are actually. What's really weird is tomorrow's tomorrow's episode of WP Water Cooler. We're talking exactly about that, about plugin updates and theme updates. Because it's like a, your form of uh, protection. You're protecting everybody else by. And and you know my take on that is is a little, well maybe it's not a little different. Um, you know I, I think you should update to update core as soon as it comes out. Uh, I know there are a lot of I know there are a lot of people I've talked to you know mostly mostly agency types like I'm going to wait for the first point one release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I've heard okay. of that. Steve Zingit, um, that's his that's his thing yeah. too. I was thinking to see when I said it. <laughs> um, and you know I've never since I'm running trunk I don't really see the problem so it's not I I've never have seen the problem with any of my stuff so I, I'm not worried about it. But I don't think that just randomly updating other people's plugins all the time is a good thing. I mean, mm. I know what I put, I mean, I know what I put out in, in the, uh, in the repo, but you know, there's 60, 80,000, um, plugins in the repo or something like that. And I'm not, I don't look at all of them. I mean, you know, the better people to ask are, are, you know, Mika, Pippin, and Otto what the quality of the, of the code looks like. Um, actually, I think, uh, wasn't Devin doing a little bit of the, uh, trying to handle a little bit of the uh, plugin uh, uh, review? I'm not sure, but I know that he. Uh... I think I think I remember seeing one thing in the in the uh, in the uh, WordPress pretty, Slack. He's pretty active, you know. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They're they're still working. Once they get the great plugin, you know, the great dot uh, org redesign going, I think their their biggest issue is they don't have the ability to add more people to the um, is 
reviewers because they can't they, they lock each other out. They can't. They only one person can work at it at any one time. And I think the level of privilege and that they have to have right now is um, really high for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't want to do that, or they can't do that effectively. Yeah. I know the plugin directories supposed to be. I mean, they have it. The new plugin directory available, but it's supposed to be. It's kind of cool, it, but it's still it's still a little wild westy. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it might, it I mean, it's, really it's, it's much it's much less regulated than the theme directory is. Oh really? Uh, it, well. I mean, Mika said on more than one occasion, you know, their goal is they, they don't judge people's code. They just want to make sure that there's nothing malicious in there or harmful or, you know, or that they, that they follow the guidelines, huh. which, she just re which she just rewrote. Okay. And that in itself must be a, a task. But then, then you're, you know, you have people that criticize it. You have people that are, why is this taking so long? And why is this happening? And it's you have all so sorts of... You don't read your email. <laughs> Right. Do you have any um, insight onto like how how somebody should start contributing? Should they start working the support? Like, is there any way you think I, is the best? I started. I mean, I started doing um, you know with the events calendar, just hanging out in their support forum and answering questions. Uh, just because I was I was working with the with the product a lot. It was a lot simpler back then. It is. Um, it does a lot of stuff. It does it very well, and they've expanded it to the point that I have a difficult time trying to submit a PR anymore because it's just trying to make it work. I told them that, um, but I, I've I've done that to both, uh, you know, to, to to their products before, and, and I, you know, had a couple things going and stuff, but. It's just hang out if, if you have a product you you want to you like using. Uh, or someone's plugin, you know, and they have their own support forums. Hang out there. I mean, they pay people. They pay people to be there. But um, you know, more than one person has gotten hired by hanging out in the support forum. God knows, I've been. I was asked a couple of times uh, if I wanted to help out, and, and uh, on a more consistent basis. And I'm like, uh, consistency is not what I have to give at the moment. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Yeah, if I'm answering questions at 3 a.m. because I'm I happen to be waiting in the ER to get yeah. into an operating room at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's when I'm there answering questions. <laughs> oh my so goodness! You just treat the support forum the way I treat Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll just do this really quick. Do 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 do. do. Well, you know, <laughs> you know when you're waiting, waiting is waiting. Waiting is I know it's such a good thing to do while you're waiting. It's great that you could do something more productive or whatever they just chit chat but um <laughs> there's not many people that want to chit chat at 3 a.m no no not really yeah i was up really late last night like one and one of my east coast friends i commented on something they go what are you doing up but i knew she was at the gym at four so a.m <laughs> yeah she was east coast four i was one i hadn't gone to bed yet like that's the thing with the internet. You have friends in different time zones, and she goes, "Hey, Bridget, why are you up? Go to bed." And, and that is precisely why my mail does not have an alert on it. When it comes in. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault for being on Facebook, but you know, it's this is my true. Mom told me it wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, 
working. <laughs> no, and if so, I could... no, so like, but we derailed ourselves because that's what we're good at. Um, no, but I'm really interested in how you heard about WordCamp and why you decided to go to it. I wish I could say I remember. Um, really? Wasn't I remember, that I, monumental in your life? I, it would, no, you didn't not, get a tattoo about it? No. <laughs> I've had coffee like with no caps, but I, I, I came away without a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> you won. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, I, I'm sure I remember reading about it. And the first one I went to was OC in uh, 2014, and I took my uh, I took my son because I figured if I take my son, my wife will let me go. Right? <laughs> you know how bad can this be? Uh, so we we went and had a great time, and he's been back with me every year since, mostly because it, it happens in June, in so he's yeah. out of school. Yeah. Is he is he getting involved at all in in WordPress? Um, he's actually, uh, not so, you know, not as much. He's, he's, uh, graduating from, uh, Northern Arizona, uh, okay. in May. And he has a degree in computer information systems, or at least should. So if anybody wants to give him a job, nice. ping me, I'll pass along. <laughs> uh, he, he's been to work camps. He likes them. He does, you know, he doesn't really play in it much. I've encouraged him. And he's home over the summer. I'm like, here, learn this. Learn JavaScript. No, Dad. <laughs> PHP. Yeah, I know. It was much more. I don't want It was, want <laughs> it was, it was much more fun to, to play League <laughs> and and uh, and whatever else was on uh, you know PS4. Exactly. So th so that was the main reason why your so that was the main reason why your son because we were we were actually talking about that uh, offline uh, Bridget and I were talking about this is uh, so that was the main reason why is that because of the fact that if you were to take him to this that you would be able to go yourself you were using yeah my wife would let me go then I used yeah. an excuse and the next one I went to was L A and I took my daughter yeah yeah which uh, I think is cool I I, I love that because it didn't want to come back. Oh, she told me she did. I love her still. Oh, that was nice. Well, the women who WP are trying to make sure there's more women at the WordCamp, so we are trying. Perfect. <laughs> so I, I honestly I don't remember. I I probably just read about it uh, about the about the WordCamps, and you know, once I went, yeah, I was hooked. It was a lot of fun. I had yeah. a great time. Uh, and, and, you know, it was in the, that was in the, when the next level came up, which was sponsoring them because I knew living where, living where I am and there's no meetups, I wasn't really going to meet or interact with any of these people except outside of these events, uh, or online. And, uh, right. so in order to do more of it, like, okay, I can, you know, I become a sponsor and I, you know, you go to the speaker sponsor dinner, you hang out with them, you get, yeah. you know. It's it's the backstage pass deal, right? Pretty much. Yep. You get your backstage pass, and it's been a lot of fun. And so, so I, I do that. But what's what just what cracks me up about this is that you you are building plugins that make no income, but you like you were saying earlier that you had you you created a logo for one of your plugins. I think you've done oh, more than that. I, I didn't create. It. I paid for it. 
right. <laughs> there you go. So you've done that. Then you made a hat for it. So you had you had swag going on that you're handing out and doing stuff with or wearing. And you had it's just yeah, I just going. think it's I think it's awesome. <laughs> I have hats, I have and this it's is the time where part was where it says it's down the bottom which says lead developer slash surgeon. And especially when he used to say lead developer slash trauma surgeon was, was the much much more entertaining one. <laughs> I've got stickers too. Those those are great. For the time when somebody has a heart attack and the plane crashes. I'm sorry? Because so, if you know if there is an overlap. If their plug-in crashes subsides, they might have a coronary, so they might need your help. Uh, I can't help them there. Trauma. So, um, so we need a wapu, is what you're saying. We need a wapu that a wapu has a surgical mask, mask, and he's and holding up like your keyboard or something. With his hands hey, up I'm like that. I'm an emoji with a surgical mask. Yeah, that would be cute. I'm um, happy there's an emoji, an emoji with a surgical mask I get to use. I James, did you know what to do. I know, right? Go, James, go. Make a wapu. So, oh, it's a caca falls in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Where's the waterfall from behind Andy? So you are uh, you are sponsoring WordCamp San Diego, which is happening um, in May. And I mean, not May. March. Too soon. OC again, too. Too soon. OK. OC again, too. So. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you go to all these ones, and I end up doing like the social media for LA and yeah, Well, just two, just two. Like two is like five months here, five months there. I'm done. Like I'm just done for the year. Um, but so it's cool because um, you probably see kind of the same people because you go like Phoenix, LA, Orange County. Phoenix is the first time I went to Phoenix because this is, I think it's the first time they had it again since. I've been going to work camps. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I think the last one they had was 13. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so the first work camp I went to was in 14, and then they just had one again in 16. And actually, uh, actually, that was a lot of fun because, you know, because a lot of the Phoenix people come out to the, the LA and the San Diego ones, the OC ones. San Diego, uh-huh. And especially San Diego. Uh, so, you know, I'd already met a lot of the Phoenix people and uh, actually got to speak there. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that is cool. So um, there is a word camp that is in preliminary stages in Riverside. Seriously? Yes, I put the link in the side notes so you can put it in the – well, because I obsessively look at the schedule because for us we're trying to go to like 12 word camps this year. Uh -huh. So I'm going to Atlanta and then San Diego back-to-back, -back, and then the next one I supplied at Chicago – and then that's April. I don't know what's happening in May. June is Orange County. So mm -hmm. it would be nice to have another one down here because it'd be more convenient. Is what I'm saying. Oh no, definitely. <laughs> another one. I get, another one I could get to. Yeah, because it's closer. Riverside. It, it's closer. It would be closer than any of them so far. Yeah. Er. Yeah. Just closer. Close er, not close, but closer. <laughs> So if anybody's interested in WordCamp, riverside2017.riverside.wordcamp.org, sign up to get their updates. You got dates? No, sign up to get their updates. Oh, the updates. 
Yeah, it's in preliminary stat, but you know, I go, oh wow, there's going to be one in Riverside. Let us know. No, no, I'm not signing up for any more word camps. I'm done. I'm maxed out with my volunteer work. I'm telling you, if if, if a word camp shows up in Fontana, California, I'm gonna I'm gonna go nuts because that's where I grew up from, and that that's that's that would be crazy. Yeah, for sure. That would be fun. <laughs> so no, the the the, the, so the so OC fourteen was the first one I went to. Then I went to LA, and the really fun thing about LA was. I was, you know, so I, yeah, doesn't everybody look at the code, the code, the back end of the site? Sure. So Bridget I, does it. Bridget does. She, she looks on her I, GitHub I, and checks it all out. I, no, I'm, no, I mean, of the, of, the, of the WordPress, of, of, the, of the WordCamp site. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I do. Here I, here I am, right. Here I am looking at the, at the word, uh, at the, uh, the back end of uh, LA 2014 uh, site, which I think Ryan Cowell did. Uh huh. And, I'm looking to, this is before they had kind of a more of a uh, unified uh, style and, and they wanted you to use a specific theme and then you throw your side themes in there. And here, lo and behold, I, I see my little my little header file in his style CSS sheet, in his style sheet. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> I got an automatician using my code. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So I, I had to go. I had to go seek out and find Ryan. Like and, a uh, beer, dude. Come on. <laughs> and, and find him. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Ryan's oh, that's good guy. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it's weird. It has to be weird to see your code used all over the place and see in different places. Like whoever makes, you know, folks that make Gravity Forms, the folks that make any of the staple plugins that are out there. I I don't track it. It would just trip me no out. Way. I have no way. I don't. I don't have any way of tracking it. GitHub doesn't tell you how many times it's downloaded. Oh, really? No. That's weird. I mean, I could go to. I could. You know, I. I you could install it from Composer, and I can go to the, the the packages, and it'll tell me how many times it's downloaded. But uh, GitHub doesn't give you any stats like that. Mm -hmm. So you kind of miss out a lot. You know, you, you miss out a lot of that. But most of the people who put projects up on GitHub aren't really looking for to see how many places it's used. Right. <laughs> but when you build a plugin that, especially something that's that's a front-end facing plugin yeah. that's going to be used on on your website, especially something that's like a header thing. I mean, you built one that was a header images thing. So uh -huh. something like that, it's like you could look at it and say, if there are those little cues in there, maybe you have like a class that's in there for a CSS class or something like that that's named something. That you could look for if you did it that way, um, you could you could sit Straight there and go, "Wow, look at all this." Your theme supports a header image. Yeah, the the the, the plugin will work. Right, right. If, if your theme doesn't support a header image, and I've I've had I've had to tell people that in the uh, in, in the issues, you know, if your theme doesn't support a header image, I'm sorry, I I can't put one in there. <laughs> but I mean, I you know. That I haven't made many changes to that plugin at all, and it's you know worked on for 2014 and 15 and 16 and 17. Wow! Yeah. You just hmm. have to change the image sizes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a whole other. 
Oh, that's that's cool. I I love seeing this sort sort of thing. Um, I I wish I wish I had the time to sit here and write some plugins and kind of figure that out. So, how do you how do you as someone who's a busy person find the time other than you know pulling out your phone real quick and checking out stuff, um, you know on on the various networks that you're looking at. But how do you how do you find the time to sit down for a little while and Look at some of the things that people are writing and approve some of those commits and and look at some of the stuff you're doing yourself and say, you know what, this is a great idea. Let me write this up real quick and then submit it. So when do you find the time to do that? Uh, when I'm not doing something else. Oh, I know, but like when you're, you know, like is like, it? You know, binge watch Game of Thrones. What is it that you're right. not doing? You can watch this. You can you can go to you can go to my GitHub uh, profile and see that most of my most of my commit time is probably on weekends. Okay. Uh, okay. And if you if you look down in the punch card, you can see where the hours are mm -hmm. probably for these commits. And probably most of them, at least depending on, on when it was, are at night. Yeah. So there's well, a lot of stuff that gets coding, there's though. a lot of stuff that gets done like that. There's you know sometimes there's there's downtimes during the day. Um, you know, if you're, you know, being in the office or something, uh, and I'll have time, I'll sit and wait and try and figure something out. Yeah. So aside from like wanting to solve the puzzles and wanting to kind of figure these things out, now that we've kind of established that that's that's the kind of driving force here. Um, how do you um, like how do you justify doing this stuff? Like, how do you like if you had, you know, if you had, if you had like a, a big, a big crazy website where you're building something that uses some of your, um, say, like your, uh, uh, your calendaring plugins and those sorts of things, uh, I can understand that because you're scratching an itch and you're also fixing a thing that needs to be fixed. But like, how do you, how do you justify it yourself to say, yes, this is what I'm going to go do with my free time to, to make this happen because for me i have this problem with with doing these shows it's like you know it's like three hours of prep. doing stuff yeah. you know mm -hmm. prep and then doing the show and then actually launching the show out to all the various networks and everything and then all the promoting and everything else like how do you how do you yourself justify that i don't know don't know I never i never thought about i never thought about needing to justify it yeah, you know, it was it was really one of those things. If I had the time and and the inclination to to do something, I did it. it, it it's interesting, you know. People talk about you know stumbling on a coding problem and then having to walk away and doing something. I don't, I don't really need to do that because I'm forced to walk away, um, and, and that doesn't yeah. mean I won't stop thinking about it. So I, you know. You, you know, even if you know, there, there are some coding problems that you start getting into that all of a sudden, oh, how do I fix that? How do I solve that? How do I do that? And, and you know, you think, you know, you just kind of rewrite the code in your head. And yeah. Yeah, even with a, even with a plugin that is as, I guess, complex now is, is the updater plugin is, I mean, you mm -hmm. know, it's a, a dozen classes and whatnot. Um, it, you wrote most of it, you know, I wrote most of it. So I, I know where the pieces go. Yeah, and, and and so I can I can kind of I can visualize the interaction with this piece and that piece and the other piece and and of course, PHP Storm, phenomenal. 
Right. <laughs> PHP Storm is awesome. <laughs> oh my god. You can't, I, it's like, I can't, you know, I, I was doing this all in, in like, um, in BB Edit before. Oh boy, jeez. Um, and, and, you know, before I had an ID, before I had, you know, before I went, you know, use Xdebug and step through thing, being able to set breakpoints and it was, you know, you, you'd var dump a lot of stuff and, and it was like, okay, where's my, you know, oh my God, this is so much better. <laughs> I can't even, you know. You will save yourself hours and days and weeks of time. Yeah, just using the proper uh, tools. Just just using the proper tools. Yeah. Uh, so if you're spending any time at all doing it, you use the proper tools. I mean, find one that works for you, but it doesn't have to be PHP Storm, but I recommend it. Um, yeah. But there, it's, again, so getting back to when do you have the time, I, you don't necessarily have to be in front of the keyboard to have the time. Yeah, true. I mean, uh, most of your greatest ideas come from uh, taking a shower or walking the dog. So yeah. at least that's what happens for me because I'm yelling yeah. at the dog the whole time. And then I'm thinking, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can <laughs> definitely do that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's quickly would take down notes or anything. So when when you are doing that, are do you have some type of way in which you're you're documenting the things that you're thinking up of or you're just throwing them in your head? Do you yell at Siri yeah. real quick and say, Siri, add this to this note? Uh, or? Sometimes I'll grab a piece of paper and just kind of write a little pseudocode on it and, and so that I just to kind of let help me remember. Oh. Uh, as I was as I was telling as I was telling Bridget before, you know, when why why do you get into version control? Well, when you're when you're doing version control and I, I I just started to write a uh, and this is where all my test plugins now come in because I was just I ran this version and I wrote some code out and it was causing I kept blanking out my plugins folder and my themes folder because I had a return somewhere and it was just returning after it deleted something and there went all my all my plugins and all my themes Thank God for Backblaze, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Download them, reinstall them. 30, 40 minutes later, I'm back in business again. Um, but then I, you know, I, or I do a whole bunch of code, I would forget to uh, commit it, even locally. And I'd go in and, uh, and test it. And of course, I was testing it on my own plugin that I was writing. Right. And that's probably usually not so bad, except when you are writing an updater plugin and it takes the whole file that you used to have over here and replaces it with the one you've just been banging on for an hour or two. Uh-huh. And all that code and all those changes you have are gone. Uh, no way. Your, your mouth is... Because, I mean, like, if I wrote anything, forget like, code, like, if, for, that's like speaking another language. I, I'm like, I compulsively, on my, on my keyboard, I'm always doing Control-S, Control-S, Control-S. Anybody talks to me, because I was a secretary, right? So right. anybody <laughs> talks to me, Control-S, Control-S. Like, I was just always in Word, saving constantly, because that only have a, has to happen to you a couple times before you're like, no one speaks to me until this but is Andy was, Andy was writing... <laughs> The control S function, like that's that's literally I what know, was happening here. Like I get the irony. I think I know enough strategy to understand why that's so horrific and so after, so after traumatic. I figured, after I figured out what I'd done, I started writing 
furiously everything I could remember back in the second. Oh my gosh. Oh I'm my not sure gosh. if it came out the same way or not. But at this point, it really doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. That's like kind of Inception um, meta something. Oh, yeah, meta meta. Our, our science yeah. sci-fi nerds are like tripping out and, on and, that. And, 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 and therein lies one, one of the reasons I wrote that other plugin uh, that is up in the repo called Local Development, mm-hmm. which is stunningly similar to the one plugin that won the plugin Palooza last year. Yeah. Yeah. It, it essentially you select what your plugin is and it will not allow you to update it. <laughs> <laughs> By any means. Right here, just scratch right here. There you go. So, so all my you know, all my because I mean what I was originally well, what I was originally what I I was originally using you know, desktop server and I would uh, have sim links to all my plugins from where they were in my local git get uh directory into the, the WP contents thing. Well, the problem is if you delete the, if you go delete that sim link, but you're not really deleting the sim link so much as you're deleting the entire reference. Right. Which is why, you know, having that <laughs> rename and the return in the wrong place, I, I've wiped out my plugin and theme directories more than once. Wow. But fortunately, I know what to do. I, I know what's going on. I know what happens, and I don't do it anymore. So do you ever give WordCamp talks about this kind of thing, like what you did wrong, how you learned from it? I haven't. I mean, I've, I've, given, I've given three so far. One was kind of a more surgeon's guide to uh, WordPress. That was the first one. I, you know, I, I, I'm... I think people were expecting a little bit more technical code on that one than 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 I I gave them, um, and so I think more people were disappointed in that than than not. But I learned. Yeah. Well, uh, the next the next talk I gave the next talk I, I gave was at OC last year last year um, was just on contributing to WordPress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how you can contribute and in what way, shape, manners, and forms, and there are a plethora of them. I can yeah. say that word there every once in a while, right? Plethora. <laughs> it is the word of the day. Um, and the last, the last, the one, I, the talk I gave in Phoenix is really deploying outside the repo. So that was a real technical one. Yeah. With, with live demo and everything. You know, nice. I've seen a lot of. I haven't been in a lot of talks, so I've seen a lot of talk titles. I don't see a whole lot of people talking about version control. Locally, I, I mentioned I, I mentioned my talks, but I. How much do you say about it other than, you know, other than, other than what I said, if you're not using it, stop everything tomorrow and start doing it. I mean, you could start by telling your story. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah, there, but- there's literally two pages, like eight, eight of them with the word version control in their name. I mean, unless they use some, you know, silly thing like, uh, you know, I don't know, something with the word get in it or something with the word subversion or something like that. But there's not very many many that are out there that that have talked about this stuff. So I've only talked to you and now and now you and Benjamin Cool about unit testing. He's talking about Chernobyl would have never happened if it I saw Ben's talk last uh, 
in LA. It works kind of in LA, yeah. That yeah. was a good talk. And so he was talking to me after that because I was working at the booth. So I got private uh-huh. WordCamp talks when the yeah, developers came out. And then I would just ask them questions. They'd tell me all this stuff. Anyway, he, so he was like, oh, yeah, Chernobyl needed uh, unit testing. So, like, no, literally, if they had done unit I, testing, I think, they wouldn't I think, have. I think Ben's working for GM now making the self-driving cars. Yeah, he's pretty up there. Crazy. I saw him at Publish, and it was funny because I was like, oh, what are you doing here? I thought you don't work for A2 host anymore. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm working da 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 But they brought me out here, and I go, we'll always have Chernobyl. <laughs> it's really funny because he, you know, he knew how to explain it to somebody who had a construction background, not a coding background. Right, there you go. So we were talking about how Detroit um, and Chernobyl. There's this Tumblr site where you see these pictures, Detroit or Chernobyl. And so he said, um, <laughs> the big difference between J- Detroit and Chernobyl is there are people working in Chernobyl. There, there. <laughs> Bridget, you, you need to, you need to. You, I'm quoting Ben. Ben's gonna hate me now. But it was funny because that, that like that started a two-hour conversation. I learned so much about unit testing that day. It's great. <laughs> I think they just melted a robot in in, in Japan at their site. Oh, and Fukushima from, from, yeah, from the radiation. Jeez. I know, but you know, Chernobyl was a lot longer ago. I think the half-life of that happening means we could still joke about it now. Half-life, got so, it. Some of us will remember it, or remember it at the time it happened. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> but something that lasts so long, there is no too soon. It's always too soon. Yeah. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, given that, I don't mind white screening a site or two. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> but again, I hate white screening a site or two. Oh, oh, man. Hey, man, it could be blue. It could have a Windows logo on it. <laughs> Uh, not in my house. It is in my repertoire, but it's not my. It's not my repertoire. It could say Colonel Panic on it. I've seen that more than a number of times. That's funny. In four or five languages. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's awesome. So, what you know, where where should somebody get started if they wanted to start doing plugins? What's what's where's that where's that place that they should start? I know we, I know you kind of answered that earlier, but like, where's that that person that's sitting here going like, I have you know, I am a surgeon. I'm sitting at home. I got some spare time. I want to write a plugin. Go. Uh, there, there are two basic there are two basic places to go. Go to Pippin. Uh, I think Pippin's plugins has a uh, has a great set of tutorials. Um, on uh, developing plugins, uh, and the other place to, to go seek out uh, seek out anything and everything uh, Tom McFarlane has written, um, mostly on uh, what's it Touch Plus or I'm not sure who website it's on. Uh, I think it's on. Um, I don't remember. Okay. But uh, almost anything Tom McFarlane has written. I mean, I know that's how I, I know that's how I learned all about the settings API, which I basically have to copy and paste from my own code into my new code every t- every single time, because oh my god. And what what um, what plugin are you using now to uh, to manage uh, dealing with local and then pushing it out to SVN? Like I know there's been boilerplates and there's been all sorts of different ways of going about this, but what's there's that thing a, that? There's a, a bash script that uh, Gary Jones uh, has written that I've uh, contributed to. 
I think if you look at the developed branch, um, let me see if I can find out. Uh, Is it the git svn deploy, that one? I think so. OK. Well, we'll add those into the show notes so, so folks are uh, able to find plugin, No, WordPress uh, plugin git flow svn. Yeah, WordPress plugin git flow svn deploy hyphen between Jeez, everything. It's like, it's like SEO city right there. You know, it's 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 uh, based on this script, which is based on that script, which is based on the other script. Uh, there's there's a number of there's a number of them out there now. Um, I just started using this one, and and one of the reasons I like um, I like this one initially, mostly because I've used been using it for a long time. But instead of having this script inside your repository, inside the plugins folder, you put it at the base level, and, and then it asks you for where you want to do the commit to. Or from, yeah. and you just fill out the your your you fill out your slug and follow the, follow the things and go from there. You taking notes, Bridget? Yeah, right. So so that yeah, I have to. Bridget is going to write a plugin right in. I I I I have some I have some credits in that plugin too, but I, it's like I'm looking at that and like I was literally going through the 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 red book on online to figure out all these SVN commands and and how to do this and that and the other and. Because it used to download, it used to download the entire plugin from the repo, mm -hmm. Did every 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 tag, every this, every, and like, nope, not anymore. I made it so it only down. I made it so it only downloads trunk. Nice. And then it will create. You know, then it creates the new tag and everything else. And so it doesn't doesn't it doesn't spend you know thirty forty minutes downloading things. And you know when I was doing category colors, it's on version or 5.6 point something now, which means every other, I was tagging everything else. Jeez. So it would, it would spend five minutes downloading stuff before it would even start. Yeah, and try to do that while you're on an airplane. <laughs> no, never done that on an airplane. <laughs> done it from the Caribbean, never done it from an airplane. Hey. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Bridget, got anything else to add before we wrap up? Um, I'm just glad that you um, decided to share your time as you, you are generous. I mean, this is open source community. Um, we're thankful that you support local WordCamps because that Except means we can attend them. And, um, and, and no, for serious, like this is a great show. I know that we're not code heavy, uh, but it's, it's good because a lot of people do want to dabble and they feel like it needs to be their job. And it, WordPress is a legitimate hobby. That doesn't mean that you're less of a developer because you're not doing it full time. And I think that's the real moral to the story is that you can be a legitimate oh. developer without, without quitting your day job. So we don't want to talk about the imposter syndrome yet, right? <laughs> well, we have to save that for another show. <laughs> oh, darn. We're going to have you back, Andy. Shucks. Every, uh, Every every time I every time I, I you know come to these things, I'm thinking you know almost everybody to come to work camp. Almost everybody at this place is making a living or trying yeah to make a living using WordPress. And I am I mean I'm awestruck that they are able to do that and and they're and, and they're they're giving it their all and they're trying and they're doing it. Um, and. Some of the times I get to you start talking to people and thinking, okay, I've been around. I mean, I, I'm, I don't do this for a living, 
and I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't have a computer science background or anything like that, but you really just, uh, you know, you take a lot to, um, you can learn a lot. And, you know, as, as, uh, as, as we're like, so you can level up pretty quickly at times. Yeah, definitely. All you have to do is, all you have to do is read and read and practice. Yep. Hi, Jen. <laughs> so you're surrounding yourself with peers, you're reading material, you're studying, you're tinkering, you're updating, you're pulling requests, you're involved. And it doesn't have to be a full-time job. And, um, and I think that's inspiring because, you know, some people I'd probably say maybe, maybe you should have – a lot of people think that if they, they have to have their business or they're not successful. And some people – not everybody – like I recognize I am a worker bee. Originally, people were like, oh, you should totally have a social media agency. I go, I totally should not. Mm. I am good at being a practitioner. I'm not good at being a salesperson. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have all the attributes to be an entrepreneur. And I think not everybody has those, that skill set or whatever. And so sometimes they think they have to be this. But no, you can just, it's fine to just be a hobby. And when I say just, I mean, it doesn't have to derive <laughs> income. You can, no, because the community is great. You're, mind, you're using your mind, you're relaxing yourself by not, I mean, you know, some of us are watching Grey's Anatomy, you're living it, and then you're doing all this Brainiac stuff on top of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh, admirable. So I think it's great, and we appreciate you being on our show. You're an inspiration. I mean, if you, know, if you inspire Roy Savan, and he's like, I'm not even a dev, Andy's the biggest dev I know, like Matt Mullenweg has imposter syndrome around you, that's that's impressive to me. That's all I, I find it hard to believe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh man. I find that hard to believe. It's like it's like it's, it's JavaScript is the one thing I haven't even started yet. Yeah. Well, neither did he. So he corrected yes, he that record. Well, he said he, that he, he has in Spain. He, yeah. Well, I mean, he said he started it the day before WordCamp US. <laughs> Oh no, Ray's I don't been, know. Roy's been working. Oh, not Roy, Matt Mullenweg. Yeah, Roy's oh, a little, Roy's oh, like Matt. an Angular guy from the core. Like he came out of the womb Wait. writing Angular. So, <laughs> hi, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we can end with hi, Roy, right? <laughs> yep, exactly, folks. Thank you very much for being on the show, watching, hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. We we enjoy that. You can take the time out to uh, either watch our or watch our show on YouTube or listen to us as a podcast. Thank you very much for hanging out with us, and we really enjoy having you on, Andy. Thank you. Uh, if you Thank like you this particular, yeah, no problem. If you like this particular <laughs> yeah. topic and you like this type of thing, please click on the little thumbs up buttons. We really appreciate it. If you are enjoying this sort of thing and you want to listen to more of it or hear more of it, make sure you hit the subscribe button on wherever it is that you're watching this today. Thank you very much. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.